0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And uh, boys, just made a a startling, this is is a shocking discovery, Piper. This is breaking news. I was bored by it. Yeah, in the radio business, this is this is hot off the presses, just off the wire. Um, we know how tough it's been for Ron to be back at work for a couple of weeks. So um, it's good for him. He needs to get away, Piper. He needs to recharge and refresh. And Ronnie Martin is joining us. Uh, live via the miracle of Skype from a conference in Florida. Now what what city are you being pampered in this week, Biggar?
1: Oh it's one of the uh, boys don't don't get too envious. It's it's one of the real it's one of the real you know cities that nobody actually wants to spend any time in. It's Naples, Florida.
0: Oh Naples. Yes. The gym, the jewel. Of uh, the jewel of Florida, yeah,
1: not a not a is hot it, vacation spot or anything. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to come here. You know?
0: No, nobody wants to come there. And, and, and boy, you know, Sojourn just—they're—they're—they're they're, they're keeping such a tight wrap, tightening the belt financially. And you know, it's—it's it's just good to see that, like, um, they just—they just, they just kind of shot low cost this year. With oh, the guys, conference. it's
1: a—it's a, it's a yeah. sacrifice for me to even be here. When they bring it to a place like Naples, the question is. Um, do I need to spend my time in a place like that? I mean, can I, can I sacrifice that kind of time, you know, and, 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 give, give the network that kind of attention because they are not making this luxurious for us at all.
0: Dude, dude, it's tough. And I have a, I have a serious question. So when you're in the Sojourn Church Planning Network and your personal aesthetic involves a lot of boot wearing and a lot of layering involving flannels and like military jackets atop one another. Like, what do you do if you're in a place that's – what are we looking at? 80, 85 degrees on an average day this time of year? What, what are you doing in Naples, man?
1: Yeah, it's like 95. Um, I was just – I was actually just uh, – you know, earlier today I was in the ocean playing a little catch with some of my fellow you – know, Sure uh, you were. Some of my fellow lumberjack cohorts. A guy – a guy, this,
0: this, this, this is the this is the Espel Ministry pipe. I mean, I think – didn't
2: Spurgeon write like a small volume called In the Ocean Playing Catch with – so I, my colleagues. I was actually picturing him in boots and jeans and four jackets in the ocean playing catch yeah and I, that didn't seem any more comfortable than 95 degrees to me
1: It's really yeah. not and yeah. in fact um, I, I had a guy that was gonna play a haha on me big T and he said I was gonna sneak up behind you in the ocean he goes and I was going you know take your you know buckle your legs up underneath you and then dunk you and he said I forgot I forgot last time I touched your hair you looked at me and said do not ever do that again and I got scared. So he didn't even attempt to do uh, that.
2: I, yeah. I think we just found the thing that would make Ronnie get in his first fight. Dude, it's frolicking, Piper. It's pastoral frolicking in the surf.
1: Yeah, just, I I'm just don't. The hair doesn't get touched, just, it's
2: uncomfortably boys. uncomfortably flirtatious.
0: Yeah, the hair does not in, get touched. I'm envisioning, Piper, the scene from Rocky three in which Rocky and Apollo are running sprints. Do you remember this? And then after the last sprint where Rocky beats Apollo, they frolic kind of semi-homoerotically in the surf. I think that's what these Sojourn guys are doing. <laughs>
1: Well, they don't get that close to me because nobody touches my hair, Big T. I mean, I have, I have standards of which true. the network is aware of now.
2: You know? That's you are, true. They are more frightening than Rocky Balboa.
0: <laughs> you know what's going to be really novel is when you record from Ashland again. I think that's going to be fascinating. I, I feel like the show just sounds a little different when you're in A-Town. So you've got to let us know from week to week. When we can expect an A-Town recording. Yeah, I mean, because I think, I know you know, we,
1: September, October, we're going to get to A-Town. It's going to take a while, but, I mean, we're, we are going to end up back broadcasting in A-Town, guys, when everything is nostalgic again and we're back to where we belong. Mm-hmm. But it, it's going to take
2: a while. It'll, it'll be back to A-Town by Christmas. Just in time back for Christmas.
1: Just in time for my Political. new novel dropping.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Boys, we have a unique show on tap. In that uh, Barnabas Piper reached out to uh, all of our listeners around the globe via various social media platforms, and there was an outpouring of response. And Piper, you asked just for yes and no questions, so questions that could be posed to the three of us, answerable by a simple yes or no. So, uh, what we're gonna what we're gonna do? We're gonna call this the Yes and No App. We're gonna devote the whole episode to. Uh, getting through as many of these questions as possible. Uh, we're going to do so while we sip uh, a delicious cup of Lagarus Roasters coffee. So go to uh get yourself some Lagarus Roasters coffee or Lumberjack tea. So they've named a tea um, really in honor of the Sojourn experience uh, being Lumberjacks and pampering. So uh, get, get a cup of Lumberjack tea, uh, Lagarus Roasters coffee, and let's get through these. So boys, yes or no? pineapple on pizza let's start with you piper
2: uh yes i'm i am thumbs up on pineapple on pizza i understand that people are very they feel very strongly about this which makes very little sense to me but uh yes yes to pineapple on pizza big r what about you
1: yeah personally no not strong about it i just like my savories and my sweets separate
2: yeah i'm with you big r i'm a i'm a hard no on pineapple on pizza i normally am as well i don't enjoy like salty and sweet but uh But for whatever reason, pineapple is is the rare exception. So, mm.
1: Piper, we're going to let you enjoy that. We don't have a problem with that.
2: Okay, right. this so we haven't picked a fight with Ronnie yet. This one is, one is funny, gonna... man. These are these are so random. They're
0: all across the board. The, these people and what they ask. So, barbershop quartets, yes or no? Big R, you're the resident, you know, music industry maven on this program. So, barbershop quartets, yes or no?
1: I mean, personally, no. Literally, cannot tolerate.
2: Okay, Piper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like they they are a shtick. So I'm gonna sure. go. I'm gonna go. No as a musical genre. Yes as like a like a th- a party theme.
1: I can okay, roll with go, that. I can roll with that.
0: I'm gonna go yes. With the caveat that I would never listen to one or be in one, but I just like the fact that they exist. Like I want to live in a world where there's barbershop
2: quartets. So I like that. Yeah, that's good. Them. Did you know that, that in downtown Nashville, there's a building uh, that it, it has it has a like a four story mural of a barbershop quartet. And it is the barbershop quartet society. So this is the thing that exists. And for their Jews, sake, please. I'm going to I'm going to say, like yes, they get to exist, just not where my ears have to hear them regularly. Yeah, absolutely. I love absolutely.
1: them. I love barbershop quartets.
0: Okay, this next one is a little bit germane to uh, to me, but I'm going to let you guys answer anyway since that's the concept of the program. Uh, the question is, will Cluck and KDY ever write another book together? Piper, you are in the book industry. You work uh, a nine-to-five in the book industry. You've got your finger on the pulse of this business. Will Cluck and KDY
2: ever do a book together? Um, While it might not be a hard no, mm-hmm. uh, I I would put the odds leaning strongly against it Big <laughs> R?
1: why we're still not emergent yes,
0: I love it I love I think it's got legs you know let's let's get some people on the phone we can make this happen uh, I'm gonna say no as well not because of of any acrimony there but like Katie Y lives in North Carolina now we I, I live in Tennessee I, I just don't see it happening like there's no natural overlap so. Um, I think think the answer is going to be no on that one. Next question, this is for all of us. This is kind of a business question for the program. Will T4R ever end up in Canada? So are we ever going to do a live in Louisville, but in like Toronto or Winnipeg or somewhere like that? Live Uh, in Edmonton. Live in Edmonton. Dude, I would do the heck out of that. So I'm going to answer this one first. I'm a huge Canadian Football League fan. Like I'm a big CFL guy. The CFL season is about to start. I'm really stoked. Uh, they're about to have their draft. So I would, uh, if we have any Canadian listeners, I would love to do a live event in Canada in conjunction with some CFL football. So I'm going to say yes on that. Um,
2: Piper, what about you, man? Open to a little uh, Canadian live in Louisville? Uh, definitely open to it. Um, I I like Canadians. Canadians are great. They, I, I'm trying to remember the last time I met a Canadian I didn't think was a super pleasant human being. Dude, um, seriously, I've, I've enjoyed all Canadians that I've met. And and they're good at comedy and alt rock and uh, and hockey. So they've got a lot of things going for them. And maple Absolutely. syrup. Absolutely. Uh, Ron, what about you? Canada? I mean,
1: since this is the uh, Canada gushing hour on the happy ramp, because, you know, nothing has ever existed that's been better than Canada, apparently. Um, yeah, I'm all about it. What our listeners need to know is that if they want us to come to Canada, they need to bring us out to Canada. We'd love to come nope
2: they need to bring us absolutely that's a little business there's there's another pertinent question here which is how many listeners do we have in that's because a live event where it's the three of us and three other people is really just like a weird triple date that's uh that doesn't make for great but we don't control that we don't control
1: that so if somebody wants to bring us out and you know be responsible for the draw um man we would love to come out we think we'd have a great time for sure
0: big R, little logistics question does sojourn do any like conferences or or sort of pampering retreats in canada i feel like you guys usually go south for that but yeah we don't is there any-
1: yeah there's nothing we don't really have a lot of action up in canada i don't even know if we have any churches from i don't think we even have churches from canada so yeah
0: wow yeah. mission mm. field yeah mission field that's, there's a lot of good like
2: true lumberjack stuff happening in canada like right. maybe I think that's maybe why they don't go there because they would get called out real fast like ah, uh, fake lumberjack. Right. Yeah, that's true, man. That's There'd called that's like...
1: called thumberjacks, by the way. Fake lumberjacks. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, I didn't. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I just. Right, coined, this... I just coined it. So.
0: This okay. next question is a little bit high concept, and I don't know who it came from. Pipe. Maybe you can shed some light on this. The next question is: Will you be my best friend?
2: Yes uh, or no? That, that came from a gentleman named Nick, um, and the answer to anybody who asked me that question is no. How come? Uh, because I mean, we we actually did an entire episode several months ago on adult best friends, and Dude, I, I did. and the answer is no to adult best friends, which also means no to Nick on me being his best friend. Do you know Nick at all, or do you just know him through his like Twitter profile? Through through, through social media, you know, okay. sort of mutual friends. You know, he lives. I think he lives in Ohio, where he is connected to some other people I'm friends with. So it's just sort of one of those weird small world things. I want you to answer for me, like, would Nick and, and I be compatible as friends, knowing what you know about him and knowing what you know about me? I I think you would be compatible as friends. I would be reluctant to... Maybe not best friends. To, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I would be putting a little too much on you to yeah. require you to be Nick's best friend. That is a lot to put on me. Do you think he'd be friends with Big R? For sure, because I don't, I mean... There are a handful of people who it's hard to imagine Ronnie getting along with, but based on what I know of Nick and his tweets uh he's he's not one of those difficult humans. That's good, man. that's good. all right. this next
0: one is for me. does Ted also smoke pipes? The answer is yes, I enjoy pipes, I enjoy cigars. um If you want to send me t- pipe tobacco we can we can do some
2: address stuff off the air uh,
0: when is okay, La's and-
2: gonna get into the tobacco business like Lagaris coffee tea, and tobacco like that.
0: Dude, All that would that
2: be now, incredible. Now we're, now we're talking. That would be so
0: good, man. I seriously need to talk to Heckler Garus about that. We need to have a. We need to have a meeting about that for sure. I feel like that would get dicey in turn. I feel like there's a lot more like government involved in the tobacco sure. industry. Yeah, but, um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say no to it, man. Happy ramp pipe tobacco. How amazing! That being is that? said,
2: we've seen the people who sell tobacco at corner stores and. Yeah janky cigar shops and whatever else i'm fairly really certain heck lagaris can pass whatever the criteria is for doing it legally and he can probably do it better too dude for sure yeah i've I've met like one tobacconist in my life who i
0: like would actually trust so i, I think uh i think i think heck has a good uh, a good shot at that industry. Chief, that's so-
1: fascinating i've never heard anyone use that word that phrase before did you make that up or is that legit
0: wait what a- phrase
1: a tobacconist
0: Oh, no, it's a real thing. That's a real thing. It's oh, wow. a, a real thing, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Okay. The tobacconist is the guy that you, like, ideally have a relationship with and, and kind of a friendship with and from whom you buy, uh, like, your cigars and your pipe tobacco and stuff. Got it. I had an amazing tobacconist in Michigan, man. This guy named Tim Tim Socher. He was, uh, he was incredible. Great dude. Um, but, yeah, I miss, I miss having a tobacconist, honestly. Um, okay, next question. This is for the two of you gentlemen. Uh, do Ronnie or Barnabas listen to gut check? So to the gut check podcast, it's my other podcast.
1: Oh, that's awkward.
0: Uh, What?
1: That's a tough one. That's awkward. That's a, that's a crazy question. It's
0: not awkward. You don't even listen to this podcast. You don't even know what this (laughs) podcast is called. That's how little you care about.
2: Why would you listen to my other podcast?
1: Yeah. So thanks for answering. What do you think pipe?
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't think Ronnie listens to it. No. Okay. I I also do not think I listen to it. (laughs) Here's, here's a tricky one,
0: man. This next one is, is difficult, and it's difficult for a couple of reasons. Um, the question is, have you guys considered planning a vacation together? Um, I think it would be tough, given Ronnie's retreat and conference schedule, to even get a, a weekend edgewise with uh, with <laughs> Vigar. Um, so I, I think it's a no on that one. Have you guys considered planning a vacation together? I I haven't thought about it, honestly.
2: Um, I mean, we we bandied about the idea of a happy rant cruise at one point. Which I would still be down with. I would very much be down with that. I would be down with that if it could be done entirely ironically and cost me no dollars. Absolutely. If someone else planned
0: and funded the entire thing from start to finish, and literally all I had to do was like roll my little suitcase up the the, the gangplank or whatever they call the thing is that you walk onto the ship, I would do it. I would so be there. Um so and, yeah. Ronnie, and Ronnie needs to get a
2: captain's hat.
0: Yeah, we, we got to get him in a naval uniform, full, like, w- white, crisp, naval, military uniform, and then I would be there for sure. Um, all right, next question. Does, does Barnabas play anything musical?
2: So do you play any musical instruments, Pipe? I do not. I was uh, forced against my will to be in various choirs up through about age 15, mm-hmm. uh, and then my parents gave up on me. Fascinating. Now, did that forcing originate from from John or Noel? Like, where did that come from? Uh, it was it was actually them making a concession because all my brothers were. I have three older brothers. All of them were forced to learn a musical instrument. A Couple sure. of them enjoyed it. Not other. You know, the other one not so much. Um, and they gave up on forcing music lessons by the time I came around. And uh-huh. so choir was the was like the next step down. I was like, but you still have to do this musical thing. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, it, it was. I hated it. Really, what did you hate about a pipe? I have never met people who are more miserable with their life than Christian school music teachers. <laughs> oh my god, they, dude, they that's are so angry. Funny. They hate anybody under the age of like forty-five. <laughs> they are they they lose their temper. They scream. I I thought we were going to give one guy a heart attack. He was a slightly overweight gentleman, um, and. And kind of florid in his complexion, complexion to begin with. Dude, I and know exactly so, what you're describing. He would yes. get so mad he would grip the music stand until his knuckles were white. Yes. And, and you could just tell, like, everything in him was, was trying to swallow the swear words that he wanted to yell at us. Dude, and, I love uh, it. Well, he's imploring you to sing joyfully. That's right. Sing he's this, like, yeah. sing for joy to the Lord and we will like it. That's you know, right. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I love it dude. I had another guy who used to hit his music stand so hard it would flip over and catapult his sheet music everywhere. And of course, when you're a 13-year-old boy, you realize, "Oh, this this is now my favorite game and it's piss off the music teacher." So, um that was did the you know, that was the only you know, redeeming My mind out. always goes when when
0: I see a music teacher like that is uh, like I always think of them like drinking alone at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like just it makes me sad. It makes me beyond sad. So like even, even you talking about it a little bit has made me sad too. But, uh, the like, next what, question
2: What is, would be their drink of choice.
0: Oh, something sad. Uh, what would that be? Um, just straight gin, straight, straight gin maybe. Or like, I don't know, like Seagram's wine coolers from the nineties. You know <laughs> what I mean? You'd have to drink like 25
2: of them or like, like an head. extremely, they just, they
1: extremely un craft beer.
2: Uh, they they, and craft beer, they yeah. keep Franzia in their desk drawer. Franzia. Yeah. Like a little box
0: of Franzia. Oh, that's sad. That's the saddest. Um, next question. Does Ted play anything musical? And this is going to shock people, but I do play two musical instruments. Uh, I took a class my senior year in college called intro to guitar. Um, so I learned some, some guitar playing as a college senior. I learned how sub, to play sub, some
2: subtitle still, still have a chance to meet girls. Oh,
0: absolutely, dude. So I learned only like, you know, that that subgenre of like sensitive 90s girl music, like the, the Sarah McLachlan, Tori Amos. Like um, I learned a bunch of those songs so I could play them for my lady and impress her. So that was kind of the whole point of that class. It, it did work, man. Yeah, still still working after all these years. But I probably I probably only play guitar like once a year now. Like I'll pick it up and, and plink around on it, but uh, so I play guitar and I play the saxophone, which was a much like your experience pipe, kind of a forced um, endeavor from my mom, and it was her attempt to like get me into classes with good kids because like the band kids were like were good kids in my town. So uh, so I sat there holding a saxophone for years so that wow. I could be in good kid classes. Wow. So you uh, were Lisa Simpson, dude. I was. I was totally Lisa Simpson. Absolutely. Wow um next question are most wedding receptions even fun big r uh yes or no on wedding receptions
1: i mean dude it really depends i mean if i'm not doing the wedding and just hanging out and they got a lot of good food i'm all in
2: there you go so i think i think the answer to that question then is no most wedding receptions are not fun (laughs) because most of them well if they're held at a church they're not fun you cannot have a fun wedding reception held at a church period ever yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm gonna say
0: I'm gonna say maybe on that, but um, I'll tell you a quick story. So we were at a this was a Katie Wise church, so this was probably like a decade ago, and I had written my adoption memoir called Hello, I Love You, and there was like one short paragraph in there that would have offended like the entire church. Um, and there was a guy there was a guy in the wedding party um, who was smashed, like he was drinking a lot of gin and tonics. And he stood up with a copy of my book and read that paragraph out loud up to the whole room. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny thing. A, it's a really nice memory. I don't know what became of that young man. But <laughs> Do you mean you don't know what became of him? Like you don't know if anybody's found his body yet? No, dude. I, yeah, I, I wish. You know, I wish. But
2: uh, yeah, I, I don't know what became of him. Um, can, can I ask a follow-up question to Ronnie? Absolutely. Ronnie, what is the wedding reception experience like if you did do the wedding? I've never done a wedding, so I would uh, yeah, I, I never have that's like. this, is, this is interesting.
1: Dude, it just, you know what it feels like? It just feels like um, – it, it feels a lot like after a church service. That's kind of how the reception mm-hmm. feels to me if you've, like, done the wedding. You know what I mean?
0: That kind of chit-chat, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're just – I feel like – I mean, although I'm not obligated to, like, walk around and, like, do all the greeting, you just feel kind of obligated to do that, you know? There's, like, sure. the expect- unspoken expectation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, this one, Big R, is for you. This is is important. This is a business question related to Twitter. Will at Ronnie J. Martin get a blue check before at Jared C. Wilson? I'm going to start with you, Big R, and then I want to get Piper's input on this as a marketing professional.
1: I mean, okay, so there's one rational side of me that says there's no human way possible. Then there's the other side of me that thinks... Dude, there is some conspiracy against Jared C getting a blue check out there. Somebody's preventing it, and mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Which means there's a chance mm-hmm. I could get it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's strong. Pipe,
2: what what do you say about this? Um, I I will say I hope Ronnie gets one before Jared, <laughs> simply because that would be so fun. It, it would make be. me. It would just knowing knowing his like the, the boiling desire of yeah a blue check and just to have ronnie who who really genuinely i don't think could care less it's just there yeah. there's there's no there's no yeah. less care than he has about the blue check to if he got one and jared didn't it would be oh it would be delightful and guys the reason Hybrid.
1: why the reason why i don't care is because i'm just an ordinary pastor you know i don't mm, i'm not right. i'm not aspiring to anything above or beyond just my regular Just an ordinary
0: pastor frolicking in the surf in Naples. That's what I'm saying. Exactly.
1: Just like ordinary Joes like me do, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, a club soda in one hand, a frisbee in the other hand. You know, how about some water, guys? How about about dipping your toes in the water with me?
0: Piper, have you seen uh, – you remember that scene in Rocky IV where Rocky's training in Siberia and he's looking at his image in the mirror? And taped onto the mirror is a picture of Drago, like a newspaper cutout. I feel like on Jared C. Wilson's mirror is just a picture of a blue check. And when he's done training, he just grabs it and crumbles it up dramatically. Um, I feel I feel, with you guys like Big R is going to get a, a blue check before Jared C. Wilson, and it's going to further fuel his rage. Um, next question. This is a little easier. Do you
2: like raisins, yes or no? Piper, let's start with you. Does anybody like raisins? I mean, I don't mean that everybody hates raisins, but like is anybody like, "Man, I'm in the mood for yeah, I just raisins. really need some raisins." I I am I am of the 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 ilk that says they're good in other things. Like I don't I like oatmeal sure. raisin cookies just fine. I like raisin bran just fine. Like I don't love them, but that's fine. But I don't I don't like raisins. I've never I've never desired raisins. Dude, I'm a big Raisin brand guy,
0: man. I ride with Raisin brands, so I'm going to say yes to this one. Big R, what about you?
1: Yeah, baby, I'm with you. You know what's weird? I mean, Pipe, I actually love raisins, and the reason why is because I don't really do sugar, so that's like candy. That's my candy. Raisins are my candy. raisins are my raisins. skittles now they're my uh, skittles i
2: just i just want to curl up in the corner and cry on your behalf right now i know raisins it's not a, a sweet life candy. i mean even
1: in naples it doesn't help me right even in naples it's not a, it's not a help but like it is what i have you know what i do i do love trail mix though so like raisins almonds cashews that i, I mean i would even choose that over candy i love it so much
0: baby do you Munch on a little trail mix, like the the three weeks out of the year that you're in the office, like grinding away on those sermons, just with a little bowl of trail. Baby, mix
1: I munch parts. it every day. It's a part of. It's a part. It's mm. a staple for me. I eat it every day. I crave it. I love it. I mean, I have it. Yeah. I just. I have it. I'm looking at. I'm looking at some right now on my on my wow. desk overlooking the ocean right now.
0: That's amazing. All right, boys. I have a. I have a little bit of a word question now. Since we're all in the word business, we're men of letters. Will there ever be a day that the word hipster? Will become irrelevant, and I, I think probably it already has, like two years ago. But I think we, as a program, are single handedly probably keeping it alive. So, um, and the and the
2: joke dies when we say it's over. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes, it will become irrelevant. Piper, what say you? So your answer was it becomes irrelevant when we say it becomes irrelevant. Correct. Yeah, I'm perfectly willing to co-sign that. Uh, in the broader society, I think it means absolutely nothing. It's like the term evangelical. Nobody That's knows true. what it means, and everybody hates them. So. <laughs> that's true. That's, that, oh, that's, that's good. hipsters. Well said. Um okay, this next one
0: uh is for you Big R. Is Ronnie a supporter of the alternative flour movement? Almond, coconut, hemp, take your pick from God's green earth. So flour is in like the kind of flour you like make uh, baked goods out of, not not the kind that like grows out of the ground. So is Ronnie a supporter of the alternative flour movement, which I didn't even know was a movement. I assume you can get like t-shirts and like bumper stickers for this i, know, I feel so, like i should be picketing for flour now i feel like i should too so big R, are you a supporter of that
1: yeah i mean i i've never even heard of the alternative flour movement except i, I actually don't do a lot of flour now given what i'm eating so i guess kind of i am <laughs> right i was i am by default and i didn't even know it so here i am i'll turn a flour guy and i didn't even know it so there you go
0: i'll turn a flour guy man you should yeah you need to leverage that i mean that's a that's a whole community that you could be you know, you can, you could get some traction in that. I'm gonna yeah, do I'm, I'm gonna do a little
1: research. Check. I'm gonna do some research on that for sure.
0: So, you should. absolutely. Thanks. Whoever
1: wrote that in, thank you.
0: All right, I'm skipping around here because some of these are are, are better than others. Um,
2: <laughs> that was that was really diplomatically put.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was running through some other phrases that I could say, and I decided not to. Um, would DC beat Marvel? I, uh, I I think Ronnie should answer this because he loves superhero stories. Yeah. Are with DC Beat Marvel.
1: I mean, that is that's one of, if you know, if, if you've known me for literally 30 seconds, you know that that's one of the most preposterous questions to ask me in the history of the world, given one of my last tweets, even, which is if you're curious what a new Marvel movie looks like, just watch the last Marvel movie because they're all the same. There you go. There you go. Piper. Sorry, Piper. I don't mean to get on your grill. With well, that.
2: no, that's why I pitched it your way because I I wanted to hear your your utter disdain. It's
1: not even disdain. I literally don't care. It's preposterous to me. It's like watching like it's like watching a new episode of Big Bang Theory. Surely you've already seen this before, and everybody's hyped, and it's going to be the biggest selling movie of all time. I just so confused. So I'm a little confused.
2: offended. You compared Big Bang Theory to to anything superhero. Because Big Bang Theory is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen.
1: Well, I agree. But, uh, <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> DC would beat Marvel simply because Superman is a cheap code. Marvel is better in every movie, though. So, there, that's dude, which one choice. has which one has Ant Man with Paul that's, Rudd? That's Marvel.
0: But that's I mean, Piper,
1: don't, don't they all computer share computer. the same superheroes now? Like, do, like how come you can be DC and have Spider Man, and you can be Marvel and have Spider Man? Oh.
2: D- DC is DC is uh, like. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Like the no, dude,
1: but then the why Spider-Man. was Ben Affleck – why was he like in – why was he Batman and like Spider-Man? I mean what – didn't they cross oh, ben that ben thing
2: Affleck over? Ben Affleck was never Spider-Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait a
1: minute. What about – it's so conf- – you guys see what I mean? See what it's done to me? I don't even know. I don't even know how to think anymore. It's so complex and confusing.
0: Look I what it's done. I Ron was a superhero from, from either universe. Which one would he be?
1: So confusing. I'd be confused, yeah. man. That's who I am. <laughs> confused,
0: man. You'd be retreat, man. Dude,
1: you'd be, you'd
0: Dude. be retreat, man. I'd conference be
1: conference, man.
0: man. Oh, conference, yeah. man, with a little lanyard and a little, like, his leotard would be.
1: My whole leotard would be a lanyard.
0: It would be, it would be denim. It would be a
2: denim leotard. It would be a denim leotard with a lanyard. Conference, man. His cape would be the lanyard. It would <laughs> be like a bat. With the, with the lanyard double, to, double as some sort of weapon. It would,
0: yeah. The lanyard would would for sure double as a weapon. Judas, oh, retreat, man. He'd <laughs> have some like some some airline tickets and a and a little rolling bag full of uh, you raisins. know raisins <laughs> and trail mix.
2: Wow, and almond
0: flour. Oh, dude, I love retreat, man. We need to get some artists on this. So, My
1: life is really is, sad, isn't I, it, guys? <laughs> My life I has really been that, reduced.
0: I actually know that we have a couple of people who listen to the program who are, who are artists. And I would love this next week to see some preliminary sketches of retreat man uh, or conference man. You can go conference man or retreat man, either way. I would love to see the sketches. So uh, I like Retreat Man.
1: Retreat Man has a better flow, Big T. I like Retreat Man. I agree,
0: baby. Yeah. yeah,
2: Retreat Man is good, man. That's that's really, really good. So The funny thing is Conference Man actually sounds like something that some big corporation would have made adver- like an ad campaign around and thought it was clever. Dude,
1: yeah, conference, conference Man of- should be the name of our conference. We should do the Conference Man conference.
0: <laughs> that should be our writing GMC. conference. Dude, I love it. Going to CMC, Conference Yeah, conference.
1: conference Man Conference with the guys from the RAN. It's going to be the bomb.
0: Dude, yeah. that's what we should call our Canada event, man. Conference CMC. Man Conference.
1: conference man. Man. Yeah. 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 Conference Man I Canada, CNCC. I mean, we, we just do keep it. adding yeah. C's on this thing all day long.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, we can have it in Toronto, man. I can catch a CFL game. That'll be sweet. Oh, there's another C. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's another C. It's another C, exactly. Okay, next. Given the chance, would you star in a Christian movie and I have to I have to tell you, since this is radio, not television, uh, the movie is in quotation marks. So I'm making air quotes around the word movie. So given the chance, would you star in a Christian
2: movie? Piper, uh, you first. Um, I mean, my gut reaction is no. But then when I started considering the budget for some of these, um, I, I backed off the hard no. But then I thought about my sense of pride and ego, and it's back to a hard no. Yeah, it's it's going to be a yes for
0: me. Provided, if if Nick Cage and or Kirk Cameron were involved, I would do it. Um, I would do it for the stories. I would do it for the connections. I would have like, I would be guaranteed Piper to have the funniest story in the room
2: to tell for the rest of my life. Would yeah, um, would I be allowed to make fun of the movie after starring in it? Because dude, absolutely, that's a hard yes. If that was, if that was yes. the case, then then I'm then I'm very possibly in like doing it. Sort of like a. Like a like an inside research kind of thing, yeah. So so big R uh, as Retreat Man, would you would
0: you start a Christian movie? Maybe Retreat Man is a Christian movie. Probably. I
1: mean, that's the thing. So like, guys, I'm in real danger of like being like hypocrite of the year. So like, man, I've I've made Christian albums, I've played Christian festivals, I've spoke yeah. at Christian conference. I mean, literally, I've been to Christian youth groups, I've worn Christian clothes, I've eaten Christian trail mix. I mean, to say I wouldn't do a Christian movie that to say that that's the one thing I wouldn't delve into, I mean, yeah, I feel hard no like pipe, but at the same time, if I look at my track record, it's like, well, that's rich, Martin, I mean that's rich that that's the one thing you wouldn't do,
2: you know, what kind of a hypocrite am I
1: I mean for real, and again, pipe, I'm with you. Dude, I mean, let's talk about budget. Let's talk about who's starring in it. Let's talk about if Kirk's going to be in it or not, because those are the questions you ask, right? I mean, that's what I want to know, right? Is is uh, is Jim Caviezel going to be in it? I mean, if Jim Caviezel oh, is going to be in Cavieze. it, then I, I don't know if I need that much talking into, you know? So
0: yeah, Caviz is in it for sure. Now this one, this one gets a little close to home, boys. Uh, have you read each other's books? Oh, is the question. Yeah. Um, let's let's start with uh, let's start with Big R. Have you read uh, my books or, or Piper's books?
1: Yeah. So or Big both? T, I've read. Uh, yeah, I've read a couple of Big T books, more than a couple. Um, and I've yeah. read a couple of uh, pipe books. So I actually have. Yep. Dude, nice. Yeah, I'm in. I'm actually, in on that yeah. one. I'm in.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I've read the books that we've written together, Big R. So I like that. that. I feel like that counts. Yeah. That's that. You guys have you guys have a nice sort of like working advantage there where you. You get to, you kind of had to read those. So yeah. you, good, good job, guys. Pike, well, you're really talking
1: your points. way around this. I think we know the answer, so it's okay. Next question.
2: Well, no, I, I, I deserve a chance to answer, especially because <laughs> I have read books by both of you. So yeah. uh, I, I read the, well, I read one that was by both of you together, The Bridezilla. That counts? That counts? And then I read uh, Ted's Mike Tyson book. There you go. Nice. Oh, I appreciate it. Bob.
1: Wow, appreciate that's it. big. guys. I feel so much camaraderie right now. I don't even know what to do with myself. I mean, I feel. Dude, I know. Man. I feel that's, like we're better friends. So- I feel. I feel close right now. You know.
0: All right. Next questions, man. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm really working through these because we're in a time crunch. Um, okay. This this one is interesting. Is it acceptable for a man to get a pedicure with his wife? Sub question, is it acceptable for a man to get a pedicure without his wife? Um I'm gonna be authentic here in saying that I have had I've had pedicures with my wife, and it is fabulous. Like there are few experiences. That's exactly the word to use too. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing, man. There there are very few experiences from a pampering standpoint that I've enjoyed as much as a as a good pedicure. So I'm I'm yes
2: on the pedicures. Uh Piper, what about you? Uh, pedicures are the kind of thing that if you're going to do it, you have to do it unironically and unabashedly. So I've never done it. I have no interest in doing it. However, if I had a friend who was like, yeah, I get pedicures. And he was not the least bit embarrassed and didn't, what didn't make jokes about it. Didn't, you know, joke about how effeminate it is. Good for him. Uh, however, if you're the kind of guy who like is ashamed and scoffs at it, uh, not for you until you can man up and own your pedicure. I agree. Now
0: what Piper, what are the chances that Big R that, that the pedicure is a part of of the pampering situation that he's in, <laughs> in sojourn this uh this week down in Naples? Oh, yeah. Is that on the schedule, Big R? Is that on the conference like little lanyard thing that that, that uh there's gonna be a pedicure situation? Guys no, like A pedicure no, no, break no. between no. sessions?
1: Not until uh, the last day.
0: When you're a little tired from the sessions and the eating and all the frolicking, you get to really rest with a pedicure. Yeah,
1: Sojourn likes to wrap up the entire conference, the entire retreat with uh, pedicures for for you know, just you know, couple pedicures is what they call them. They call them they call them CPs. There's another Dude, that's crazy
0: because Spurgeon actually wrote a book called Couple Pedicures. Yeah, he did, and that's them. where they
1: got it from. They got it from they got it from like yeah. the unreleased sermons that I think B and H is releasing from yeah. Spurgeon. Yeah, one of them yeah. was Couple Pedicure, CP.
2: How important that is for pastors. It's, it's in volume two, everybody. Yeah. So yeah, if you're looking for those sermons, they're, uh, they're in volume
1: yeah, two. Yeah, Betsy the Spurgeon, forward, his wife, or whatever her name was, she was all about it. it.
0: Yeah, the forward's by Piper's dad, just on the whole wartime lifestyle tip, you know? Yeah. I mean, we could we, we could be wartime lifestyle, but that doesn't mean we have to have bad... Disease. I think it's
1: Piper's grandpa, yeah. Henry, Henry Piper, or whatever his name was.
2: <laughs> love it. Funny love funny it. thing is, Henry is my mom's maiden name, so there there is... A henry piper connection but no my grandfather's name is uh is or was bill
1: bill yeah william piper that's what i meant will piper
2: i love it i love it so
0: th- this question is kind of related actually are there any acceptable forms of sandal wearing for men in public is the question and since big r is our resident like fashion
2: expert we're gonna we're gonna go to him first Andy from, Andy's from California originally, which tells me that there's probably a fair amount of exposed toes. Yeah. Yeah, probably at this conference, too. I mean, so
1: it's acceptable, but, you, I mean, you got to wear the right sand. you got to wear rainbows, and you, know, you got to wear something acceptable, right? So it has to be yeah. acceptable open-toed footwear, and, uh, yeah, you can do it. Again, it has to be the right product like anything else we do in life. You
0: know. Yeah, absolutely. But, Piper, what but, about you? Pro sandal? Yes or no?
2: Uh, yeah, I, there are certain kinds that I think look really dumpy and, and stupid and no socks ever. Um, I, I realize that's probably doesn't need to be said, but I still see men wearing socks with their sandals. So should probably put that one out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand the, I got, saw somebody tweet the other day that was basically like no sandals ever look good on any grown man. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. They actually but look great.
1: Really they actually look great. Especially yeah. if you have nice feet, They they look great. You know,
2: yeah, Dude, I mean, is, is, but here's the thing. Like if, you, if you're wearing sandals, you're not really looking to like be drop dead gorgeous. You're looking to be comfortable because it's hot outside.
1: Absolutely. Is more
2: the is the issue there, Pipe, the way that like a lot of like grown
0: men's calves and, and shins are like weirdly hairless, I guess, from a lifetime of like wearing, I don't know, wearing pants. Yeah, the, um, the friction of their chinos. The friction of their chinos kind of I don't know. I don't know what happens there, but but I'm, I'm with I'm with that person on the level of like, yeah, I, I think for a lot of older men, there's a, gross, a certain grossness to the calf.
2: But. There's that, there's the, like, I mean, everybody, I'm sure Ronnie has seen this plenty this week, like clergy mm-hmm. specifically have like Casper white legs. Like there's yeah. no leg that's as white as a pastor's leg. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the other thing is like a lot of dudes wear like Tevas and tacos, yeah, which are, which are great if you're like whitewater rafting yeah. or, or hiking or hiking. Uh, or like you're in the boundary waters they're not great for like going out to eat they look stupid they so do look stupid totally so Yeah, i think I, I think that might have sort of tainted this person's view of open toed footwear i mean a
1: stripped down pair of sand it depends what you wear with them too like a stripped down pair of sandals with like the right pants or short i mean it just doesn't matter it's almost like you're not even wearing them like you can barely even see them unless you, unless you get up close you know what i mean yeah but just a basic
0: sandal i think we're all like yeah we're basic all sandal basic sandals. it's like yeah, super, just a it's like floppy, right man. Right. Easy. Don't overthink it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you All just right. don't want to overthink it. I mean, it's that simple.
0: That's it. Absolutely. That's it. You know. Next question, boys, and I have to be honest with you. I don't even know what this is. All right. So this is one I don't know what it is, and, and you guys enlighten me. The question is, do you guys play PUBG?
2: What is PUBG? I don't even know. What I that left was. that question in there because I had no idea what the heck it was, and I simply wanted to say the phrase PUBG. PUBG. I've never play played PUBG? PUBG.
1: I've never played PUBG. I refuse to I play PUBG. Know, I don't even know what it is. I know. I just would I never. Know it
2: Nobody knows what it is. I don't even oh, think oh, we should. Oh. Do you think the BG stands for board game? Uh, so it's something, something board game. And if that, if that's the answer, then I most definitively do not play it. Public, yeah, something,
1: public, something board games like game, like, yeah. like public board gaming. Is that what they mean?
2: Yeah, because there's all those places like, now where you go and you play like to online, sit down. It's like online gaming, except with, with uh, like risk.
1: Well, no, yeah, because there's all yeah, there's yeah. all these like there's all these hotspots now that just like you pay to get in, and they have like 290 different board games, and it's like a hangout, it's like a Starbucks, but it's for it's for like board gaming, and you just hang out and you play board games that, with your
2: friends. That all sounds mine. almost as terrible as the cat cafe that just opened in Nashville. But like, it's like a are, thing,
1: that, you guys. I'm not joking. Priest. It's a, it's board gaming, public board gaming thing. It's like a thing. They even opened one in A Town, Big T. I'm telling you, in A Town.
0: Whoa, baby, in A Town. Yeah. Get out of here with that. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's a weird. It's like a kind of a. It's like a phenomenon right now.
0: That is a phenomenon.
1: Yeah, interesting. It's like a cool Boys, thing. We, yeah,
0: we've got time for one more question, and uh, I'm going to lay this one on you, and then we're going to wrap the episode. But the question is this: Have you ever had a stalker slash legitimate threat? Yes or no. I'll start with uh, I'll start with Piper. Stalker, legitimate threat.
2: Um, I mean nothing that went so far as needing to call the cops. Yeah, uh, when I was when I was in college, I dated a girl for a very short amount of time who didn't get the message very clearly when I when I broke it when I broke up with her. And so there was you know there was a lot of unwanted <laughs> phone calls and instant messages, which was yeah. the, the, you know the communicate communication tool du jour. Uh, let's see, you know some of the same things on like Facebook or Instagram, are like people just persistently hit you with messages. Yeah, but but nothing it's. It's nothing that has moved past the point of like annoyance. Yeah. Big R?
1: Yeah, I've probably gotten like Pipe, but maybe one or two steps further down the road than that, where it's like, okay, this, this, I can see this potentially like getting like weirder than it already is. So yeah, one or two cases yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: I feel like if, I feel like if you're an entertainer like your former career, Ronnie, you, you are. You're, you're, the door is kind of open for more crazy it in is. that world.
1: It is. And some of it is still lingered a little bit too, if I'm being honest with you boys. So it's weird. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. So really, these retreats are like retreating from the stalkers. This is like Ronnie's break from people who are like running up to him with vials of blood and stuff like that. So I really
1: did have a guy one time, and I'm not kidding. Please believe me. That came up to me one time and had this little vial of blood around his neck at a show like 15 years ago.
0: Whose blood was it?
1: It was his blood, and he asked if he could prick my finger so that he could combine my blood with his blood.
0: Judas Priest.
1: Yeah, and it was like he was yeah, one of those,
0: he was serious,
1: you know, and he's like, it really wouldn't hurt. I understand if you don't want to do it. And I'm like, well, you got to, he said, you got to understand, I don't want to do it, you
0: know. Well, at least he's reasonable about it.
1: You yeah, know, yeah. He wasn't like good. right. He didn't like freak out. It wasn't like super one of those yeah. things. It was just he's like.
0: like a-
2: I'll, I'll find another way to cast a spell on you. Don't Dude, it was just, it.
1: yeah, it was online. like the seriousness. It was like the zero irony of it. You know what I mean? There was nothing funny, yeah. ironic about it. He was very, <laughs> he was very, very like goth about the whole thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: He, like he was going to go home that night and, and his mom would be like, how was the show? And he'd be like, sweet. I got a, I got a little bit of Ronnie Martin I got, got a vial. Except know? I didn't get that a vial. So was, I, was,
1: I don't know what happened. I never saw him again. So I don't know what happened after that,
0: you know? Yeah, it was a super fun concert. I got a t-shirt and a, and a CD and a vial of blood. That's so. what happens. There you go. That's
1: what happens yeah, when you happens. go to a big R concert. Right. You get blood.
0: Boys, we have, uh, we have wandered to and fro throughout these topics. Uh, and I want to thank our audience, man. I want to thank our listeners. We have the best listeners in radio. Uh, they are amazing. Uh, they are all over the world. They're in Canada, even. And uh, for the listeners in Canada... Uh, I want a little synergy up there. I really want to check out a CFL game. Let's get an event on the books uh, for this season in Canada. Also, for our artist listeners, I really, really want a rendering of Retreat Man. Okay? So
2: if if nothing else comes out of this episode... Denim and lanyard.
0: Denim and lanyard. Those are your key things. So you run with that. You interpret it however you want. But I would love a Retreat Man uh, drawing. Uh, to run with for next week so uh piper on behalf of myself and big r we we got to let him go because he's got some some stuff to get to okay there's there's shuffleboard there's uh more frolicking in the surf to get to so uh let's the get him virgin out virgin daiquiri waiting
2: for him at the hotel bar
1: guys the i know you're daiquiri. i mean i gotta uh, thanks for letting me go because man it is uh, it's rough here there's a lot to do A lot of stuff. Uh, It's
2: really rough. A lot of work. You
0: know, Spurgeon actually wrote. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Boys, this has been uh, this has been fun. We've wandered to and fro throughout these topics. And until next time, Rachel
2: the Held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with.